I have to say, that was one of the most exquisite meals ever. Not just that you've made, but that I've ever had. Oh, thank you. Well, kind of you to say, I don't think I ever told you, but my dad was a chef. This is news to me. Why don't you cook me delicious meals more often? Well, one of my biggest regrets is I never learned more from him. Oh, did your dad pass? Oh, no, he's still around, but we're both so busy. He did tell me a lot of crazy stories about his time working in hotel kitchens back in the 80s. Oh, do tell. Well, without getting the old man in too much trouble, he told me there essentially was not a drug that he did not try. Incredible. You think that's what made him such a good chef? I'm sure it had something to do with it, but likely what made him so proficient was his practical schooling. He's a graduate from the CIA. Wait, your dad was an operator? Like a spy? That is so sick! Well, no, in this instance, CIA doesn't stand for Central Intelligence Agency. It stands for Culinary Institute of America. A spy that can cook? What a sick gig! Well, anyways, he opened up a couple of hotels and restaurants in Chicago, and back then, for some crazy reason, most hotel managers let their kitchen staff have shift beers. Uh, excuse me, shift what? Yeah, shift beers. Every day, each member of the kitchen staff was entitled to three light beers throughout their 10-hour shift. Wow, this was truly a different time. I guess they just got it done, huh? That's right, and my dad said that the entire staff very quickly committed to a rotating schedule where you would take your three shift beers and give them to someone else. So every three days, you yourself would have nine beers and be able to get pretty much blackout drunk. That's insane! <laughs> yeah, I guess it took several incidents before management decided that having blasted chefs with sharp knives was not the safest idea. It sounds cool, but in theory it's very dangerous indeed. <laughs> he also told me that once they finished cooking for the evening, him and his staff would grab those little toothpicks with the frills on the end. Ah yes, the ones that come in my clubby sammies. <laughs> right again. They would take the toothpicks and put them in cocktail straws and shoot them at each other like blow darts. Damn, chefs are crazy. Most certainly. They would have epic battles using pot lids as shields and dive in between the kitchen equipment. Sadly, one of the chefs struck the maitre d' in the forehead and that was the end of the toothpick battles. We're in the wrong line of work. Well, luckily they have changed a lot since then, but chefs still know how to party. Wow, that's wild. Almost as wild as the shit we got into last night. Oh, you mean with TLT? <laughs> think we'll ever hear from them again? I sure hope not. How did you even think of that plan? It was pretty impressive. Well, remember the first few weeks after you brought me on and we were breaking ground on bunker construction? Oh yeah, wild time. So fun. Well, you had me using conventional digging equipment, which was a little slow for my taste. Not nearly cool enough. So every night after you went to bed, I planted and detonated several tons of C4. Ah, that explains the thunder and heat lightning we had literally every night? Bingo. So I took my extensive experience as a demolitions expert and applied it to our apocalyptic environmentalist problem. I knew I could plant some charges to redirect the river into TLT's little valley. Wow, that's honestly some of your best work, but why didn't you fill me in on this master plan beforehand? <laughs> Do you really think you would have allowed me to handle C4 or volunteer you for a box fight? Ah, no, I likely would have flipped out. It was definitely an intense experience being pummeled by a man even larger than you. Yeah, I could see how that would be traumatic. How's your frail little body? Feeling any better? Hardly. I don't know how you managed to do that for sport. Box fighting? I was born for it, I think. I'm large enough to fill up most of the box that my opponent can't move, and I'm also flexible enough to fight creatively in such a confined space. I wish I could have seen you in action. It sounds intense and hilarious. Oh shit, I've never shown you any of my fights? I have them archived. Let me run and grab the hard drive. Wait, really? Amazing. Okay, great. I'll run an ad while you go get it. You're going to be so upset. 
Hi folks, Nighthawk here. I wanted to take a moment and thank you, our listeners, for helping us get to the third season of The Bunker Files. We really couldn't have gotten to this point without your support. We have big plans for TBF and we won't be able to do it without you. We are currently exclusively broadcasting on Spotify, so if you could please give us a five-star rating, it would really help us out. And as always, please stay tuned to our Instagram for exciting exclusive content and announcements. You can find us at The Bunker Files. Thanks again. Nighthawk over and out. Get over here, son. That was quite the bout. Congratulations. How are you feeling? Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, I feel pretty good. My opponent was tough, so I knew I had to bring my A-game today. Incredible. How did you prepare for the fight? Any specific training regimen? Oh, sure. Lots of protein in the form of sub sandwiches, extra meat, minimal carbs. A lot of times I would just go to the sub shop and ask for the packets of cold cuts they had and gobble them down right there in the shop. And what about your form? How did you get into this incredible fighting shape? Well, I spent three hours in the old phone booth outside the deli every day, swinging in the air, imagining my opponent was inches away from me. Got a lot of weird looks, but I think it paid off, Doug. That's fantastic. You got any words of encouragement for our young box fighting prospects watching at home? Hey, kids, eat your cold cuts and get comfortable in tight spaces. There's no limit to what you can achieve. Words of wisdom from an up-and-coming MLBF staff. Stay tuned for our post-fight breakdown. Wow, it's insane to me that you got paid to do that. Also a shame it only lasted for, what, like a week? Well, sure, the Major League Box Fighting Championship did, but I cut my teeth in the minor leagues. I was bouncing around in boxes for about two years prior. Oh, I'm sure it's bittersweet, but glad you're no longer in the box fighting game, or we would have never linked up. And never have gotten into so many fun scenarios. And trouble. Troubling, troubling scenarios. Yeah, we really gotta find a way to stop getting into trouble. I'm so glad you said that. I've been thinking that we need to bolster our freelance ranks for a few weeks now. Sure, we've got a ragtag crew of misfits on staff, and I wouldn't change that for the world. Bolster our freelance ranks? What the fuck are you talking about? Well, I think it's time we leveled up a bit. We had grandiose plans of bringing out the best and the brightest to achieve our lofty goals. Don't you think it's time we do just that? Well, sure, but who do we bring on? For starters, let's get people that can actually help us with our objectives. We've put off getting IT help for way too long. Okay, yeah, I'm not that computer savvy. You can say that again. Well, you got someone in mind? Oh, I got just the guy. I'll see if he's available in the next few weeks. Incredible. We should also probably line up a plumber. Pipes are not as efficient as one would like them to be. Oh, God. Okay, uh, good to know. Contact IT support. Contact plumber. Why do you write everything down? You always remember things anyway. I remember things because I write them down. I didn't always have such a good memory. I mean, back in 2009, I was running security for the North American Video Game Expo, and one of the things I had to do before the event was update the default Wi-Fi password for the venue. But I forgot. And, well, things did not go well. What happened? I saved the news clip recording to remind me of my shame and keep me from forgetting important details in the future. Here, watch this. Tom, what started out as a fun-filled expo for the Tri-State quickly turned to chaos as an online troll hacked the event's main stage screen and played this offensive message for thousands of attendees. What you're about to see may disturb you. Hey, hey, you losers! You're all a bunch of virgins! <laughs> wow, that's pretty messed up. Yeah, that moment will be with me forever. Those poor virgins. Well, if it makes you feel any better, I've also had some major mess-ups back in my day. You? Oh, I find that so hard to believe. <laughs> well, sure. Easy to think that, hey! Oops, sorry. I was a dick right there. You know how some people have greatest hits reels? Well, I sort of have a montage of my mess-ups. 
Uh-huh. It's my worst hits reel. Why would you have that? I imagine it's the same reason you kept that old news clip. To remind me how far I've come. And that you're capable of doing so much more. Precisely. Here, let's watch some of my favorites. Wait a minute, you have your home movies on 8mm film? Weren't you born in the 80s? 86, and I converted everything from VHS to digital, and then back to 8mm film. You were like beyond hipster, whatever that is. Ah, uh, this is a good one. This was me in junior high. I had just made the football team. Aw, is that you towering above the rest of the children? That's right. Oh, here you go. My first sack. Ooh, that poor quarterback. Yeah, turns out it was my last sack, too. The parents of that kid successfully petitioned for me to be removed from the league. Well, I have to agree with them. You didn't so much just tackle him as you did just kind of fall on him. Like a tree in the forest. Uh-huh. What's this next one? A pool? Yes, the summer of my senior year in high school. I was working at the local community pool as a lifeguard, and my mom showed up to take video of me on my first day. Oh, that's so nice. It started out as such, but unfortunately someone was having a bit of trouble swimming, so I had to leap into action. Not before attempting to scarf down your sandwich? I, I mean, honestly. Well, I was very hungry. I did learn a valuable lesson that day. Don't eat on the job? Eat first, and then the food you're eating on the job won't be as valuable. Oh my god, did that little boy make it? Of course. I grabbed him with one arm, and I kept my sub above the water with the other. They fired me after immediately, of course. But of course. Oh wow, this is a good one. Are you on a frozen lake? Yes, this is an operation where we had to set up a tent on a frozen lake. I just about fell through the ice and died. Totally my fault. What? That's right. See the stakes in the ice there? That seems really dangerous, but please go on. Talk about an elite squad. Those boys were some of the best. <laughs> Except I caught Juan keeping his leftover chicken wings in a full Doritos bag. <laughs> Fucking Juan. Okay, and what's the lesson you learned from that? Yeah, now that I think about it, it may not be a great example for this. What are we talking about again? The lessons we've learned through the years. That's right. <laughs> well, I sure have learned a lot, specifically since I linked up with you. I would hope so. We've been through some seriously wild scenarios. I know. Just thinking back on some of the more exciting times. Remember when you let me take a crack team of operators to get our bitcoins back? Yes, how could I forget? Do you also remember how you nearly got everyone killed and how the mission was wildly unsuccessful? <laughs> well, I think you and I clearly have different definitions of success. I got one of Warren's hard drives. Yes, but then that hard drive killed off our computer. Oh yeah, that is pretty sad. Do you think your IT buddy could take a look at him? It's certainly worth asking. Hey, that's a really good idea. I have those from time to time. Allegedly. Ooh, remember that time you fell in love with a CIA agent? What? Rebecca Lockhart? I, I, I did not. You did. You even said so yourself. And that's a great example of a rather large lesson learned. Oh, yeah. And what did we learn from that? That you're a sucker for a femme fatale. What? What? I... And that we have extraordinary operational capacity. What are you talking about? Well, think about it. You let your guard down enough to not see that she was a double agent. You allowed us to get taken. Kidnapped. You allowed us to get kidnapped. Taken to Area 51, where we were subjected to extreme interrogation, which we were able to withstand, and our captors were unsuccessful. See? Even when things were not going well, we were able to rise above the odds and get back to our beloved bunker. Strangely, you make a pretty good point. <laughs> that was a fun trip. You're insane. No doubt. But you need crazy people like me. And my sister... And you need Josh and Nas. And you need Derek. I need a drink. I thought you'd never ask. I said I needed a drink. I wasn't asking you. Well, in that case, I'll take a pina colada with three maraschino cherries and a slice of pineapple, please. Oh, yeah. I'll get right on that for you. Wait, actually, go fuck yourself. Uh, hey! All right, wrap it up. I'm Billy G. Smokestopheles. Fool! 
I know I am, but what are you? Wait! And I'm Nighthawk, and these are the Bunker Files. 